It's time to eat. What are you hungry for? Sit down and get ready to consume an abundance of fantasy football knowledge from Ross Tucker and Joe Dolan. Feed me now. I'm starving. On the Fantasy Feast Eating Podcast. Yeah, let's eat, baby. It is the Fantasy Feast Eating Podcast presented, of course, by DraftKings. I'm Ross Tucker, former NFL offensive lineman, five teams, seven years, classic journeyman. Now I'm like a journeyman... Media dude, podcaster, I don't know. Looking forward to some college football, NFL. We'll be here before you know it. Already having an awesome week on the Ross Tucker Football Podcast with Mark Maskey talking about Deshaun Watson's discipline. Some breaking news on that that Joe and I will talk about momentarily. We also had an incredible Even Money podcast with Steve Fezzik giving you all the tips you need to know to prepare this summer to have a successful betting NFL season. Highly encourage you to check out those two shows. You can check me out on social media at Ross Tucker NFL. Check us out at Ross Tucker pod and always watch the show. If you'd like youtube.com slash Ross Tucker NFL. Nice to be back with my buddy Joe after a week off. Joe, I forget. Where'd you go on your little vacay? I had Josh Norris filling for you last week. Oh, oh, geez. Oh, everybody's going to be disappointed now having me back. No, we were in the Dominican Republic. We had a we had a good vacation. The uh, the wife came back with a touch of COVID, which is uh, unfortunate. I have I have dodged the bullet thus far, though, Ross. I mean, and, and by the way. I mean, because I got a wedding to go to this weekend, but um, uh, hopefully everybody is uh, feeling healthy out there, having fun. It was nice to, I mean, I was basically in a swimming pool for nine straight days. I mean, that's that's all I did. Um, uh, my uh, uh, the, the waitresses at the resort knew my order by heart. Jean Tonic Doble. Uh, and they just Double kept... gin and tonic. Oh, yeah. Jean Tonic Doble. That was my... Uh, <laughs> that, was, that was my order. They knew, and they knew, and and uh, they, they they would point at me when I would get in the pool at eleven thirty, and they'd be like gin tonic doble, and I'd be like, see, si. <laughs> I'd be like uh, uno mas, uh, and um, that was, was it all. I'm assuming it was all inclusive. It was all inclusive. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, Otherwise, you're not doing those all day. No. Oh God, no. And uh, you know, honestly, Ross, I. I uh, it, it was it, it was a good time, but I'm glad to be back. And honestly, it was a good kind of a refreshing mental break because, like I like I was actually saying, to my, I'm like I'm sitting, I'm standing there in the pool with my gin tonic doble, and I'm I'm thinking, and I and and I'm getting the gears turning for the things that we need to do at fantasy points and all the things to talk about here on you know on this podcast. So like, like honestly, it was a mental break for me. It was a mental refresh. Um, it's. It, I mean, I haven't taken a vacation, like an actual vacation, in years. Like, I'm always traveling for a wedding and this and that, and you're on somebody else's schedule. And that and this one was like, I was on my own schedule, and my schedule was empty. It was get up in the morning, put sunscreen on, get in the pool. I didn't apply enough sunscreen on the first day, or else I would have had a better time. Um, <laughs> my, my, my shoulders were... Uh, th- that the 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 Dominican sun just hits different. Ross. It's different, man. Yeah. You, the closer you get to the equator, mm-hmm. it is different. By the way, I don't even know if I said his social media handles at fg underscore Dolan. As you can tell, he is the fantasy gangster. The key is to go to fantasypoints.com. 
Is it 22 feast? It is 22 feast, feast, Ross. Um, Apparently, it was incorrect on your website. I've had a couple people reach out to me about that. Reach out to you. It is 22 feast. That is the oh, was did our website still have last year's? I think it had the I think it had it reversed. It had it feast 22. Very so. There you go. 22 feast. The number comes first. 22 feast. Okay, that is good to know. Um, I got to be honest. I got to tell you, before we get into today's show, which is talking about some of our current ADP thoughts, and we might not even finish. We might have to do it, do it next week as well, but I'm not an all-inclusive guy anymore, Joe. You want to know why? Okay. I can't help myself but want to feel like I'm getting value, that like I'm winning and they're losing. So every meal, I'm way over the top. Every day, I drink way too much. Like, dude, every meal, I'm feeling like bloated and full (laughs) and disgusting. But I'm like, I won. Because that that probably only costs, like, they accounted for this, but I ate this much. And then drinking, it's like, I, I just get, like, frozen drinks all day. Like, give me, like, a Miami Vice or, like, a strawberry daiquiri. Like, I might as well just drink, like, pixie sticks, just, like, oh. injecting sugar into my veins all day. So I've I'm, told I'm, my I'm, wife to try to shy away from all-inclusives for me moving forward. I I, uh, I can't do those super sugary drinks. I'm, I'm a very basic drinker, like – if it's hot out, I'll have my gin and tonic. For my nightcap, I'll have my straight-up bourbon. I'll occasionally mix in uh, an old-fashioned when I'm at a restaurant. That's kind of it for me, Ross. Nothing nothing like the big fruity stuff. Um, I tried my wife's, like, pina colada. I don't really like coconut that much. But, like, it was – I mean, those were really good. It didn't taste fake, you know. Like, uh, But uh, I only tried them. But, no, I'm, I'm a simple guy. So I, I'll uh, – uh, with that, and uh, yeah, I probably ate a little too much, but, you know, that that is what it is. But I understand what you're getting at, though, for sure. All right. Here's what I'm getting at today. We are going to talk about some of our thoughts on where guys are going on DraftKings best ball drafts, average draft position at DraftKings in best ball leagues, so let, before we even dive into it, Joe, let's just start with this. Because Josh and I talked a lot last week about best ball and how much he loves best ball, how much I love best ball. It's not about that. What it's about today is, let's start with this. Why is it important to know what current ADP is for guys? Again, look, we might get new listeners all the time, new viewers, youtube.com slash Ross Tucker NFL. It is average draft position. Why is it important, Joe, to know and study average draft position and know where guys are going? Well, first and foremost, the the only real way you're going to start to get a feel for best ball drafts is to do them. Um, I've said on the podcast in the past, Ross, in the past couple of years that that the mock draft is dead. Um, Nobody mock drafts anymore. You'll occasionally see them in a magazine or something. Even magazines might be dead at this stage, but... The, the, the way to, to mock draft is you get in a $1, $2, $3 best ball draft, okay? And and you have something on the line, and people act, actually draft seriously. But when it comes to best ball, if you're going to try to take down maybe not like a 12-team 
uh, like a, a 12 team league that doesn't have like the uh the progressive eliminations but if you're in a big field best ball tournament where the big prizes are in the five six even seven figures and this is on multiple sites including DraftKings one of the things that will really help you win that is a stack and if you're now I would think every season listener knows what a stack is um dfs it comes into play but in best ball as well a stack essentially means pairing a quarterback with one of his receivers at its most basic form maybe two of his receivers sometimes even three of his receivers and if you are drafting a team and say let's just say you draft aj brown his current adp is early th- late second early third on DraftKings. let's just say you draft aj brown and you're like hmm okay now If I want to stack A.J. Brown with Jalen Hurts, when am I going to have to draft Jalen Hurts based on ADP? And with a stack, that probably adjusts your draft strategy. Okay, well, I'm looking at Jalen Hurts, and I'm seeing that Jalen Hurts' ADP right now on DraftKings is around 65. That would put him in the early to mid-sixth round. Well, if you want to stack Jalen Hurts with A.J. Brown, you might need to use your fifth-round draft pick on on Jalen Hurts to make sure you lock in that stack. So if you want to build a strategy and it involves stacking, most most winning best ball teams are probably going to have at least one mini stack, sometimes not. and you don't want to go completely nuts with them. You don't want to take guys like four rounds ahead of their ADP just to complete a stack. But knowing that, it's going to feed into how you build a best ball team. And it's especially important when you're doing a slow draft where the clock is four, eight hours. And then you've got uh, you've got all this time between your picks to understand, okay, if I get this guy, then I want to complete that stack here. If I can't complete that stack there because somebody else uh, somebody else goosed me on that player. What can I do with my second receiver or my top tight end? So it, it really plays into that, and it plays into building strategies, essentially knowing where you're going to have to take players to construct your optimal lineup. All right. But there's also another part of it, right, Joe, uh, which is just knowing which ADPs you think are too high and which yeah. ADPs you think are too low and having a good feel for where guys are going and guys you think are better than where they're going oh, and absolutely. guys you think are worse than where they're going. And that's the baseline of it, right? Because ultimately when you're drafting your team with your buddies at home, your $50 league at, at the end of August or the beginning of September, just being able to go into a draft knowing, okay, I'm picking sixth. Here is the the players I think are going to be available to me in the first round. If I take this player, who might be available to me in the second round? Now, you never want to lock in a strategy, Ross, okay? I I used to do a a Saturday show on SiriusXM. I I do the game day show now. Or when I'm on Twitter, one of my least favorite questions is, hey, if I take a running back in the first round, should I take a receiver in the second? And then if I take a receiver in the second, should I double up at receiver in the third round or take another? I hate those questions. I hate those questions because it ultimately comes down to who is available, what player is available. You know, I'm going to I'm going to rate a wide receiver in the second round. Like maybe if CeeDee Lamb falls to the second round at my pick, I'm going to take him over Alvin Kamara. But if it's Alvin Kamara versus T. Higgins, I might take Alvin Kamara. So it, it's something – 
I hate just being general like that, but it is important to understand what your basic roster might look like once you draw whatever pick you're getting in the first round. So the one point I would make too um, that has nothing to do with what we're talking about is that from Wondry, the lead starting five brings you five stories from the world of sports every weekday. Think about that. Look, sports news happens fast. It's hard to have the bandwidth to keep up. I can't keep up with sports other than football for the most part. Why not check out a fast-paced and fun new podcast? Whether it's Tom Brady unretiring, LeBron James hinting at another return to Cleveland, or a minor league mascot getting named Blob through a Twitter fan vote, you'll hear about it on Starting Five. Listen now on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, or ad-free by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app. The lead, starting five. Five sports headlines in 10 minutes. Love that. That is the best way to consume audio content if you're just trying to get a, a, a breadth and a dis- an idea of everything going on in other places. All right. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Speaking of that, Joe, that's kind of what we're trying to do today. We're trying to get an idea of some of the guys you're higher on and lower on from an ADP standpoint. So I will let you start, Joe, but let's dive into it in terms of people you're higher on or lower on. Okay, um, so what I'm going to do, Ross, is maybe we're going to go through the first number of rounds here on on using DraftKings ADP. Maybe I'll pick a guy I'm higher on at, than ADP, and I'll pick a guy I'm lower on at ADP. So let's start with the first round um, with DraftKings best ball ADP. Sixth overall, Derrick Henry. Look, I'm not breaking any news to anybody here, okay? Um I think uh, uh, the entire fantasy community is going to be like, oh, Derrick Henry's a guy to fade. Um, and that always sounds good. You always make these rational arguments. Oh, he doesn't catch passes. You know, he's coming off an injury. And then he goes for 150 and a touchdown in week one. And you're like, well, I'm the idiot again. Um, but Derrick Henry in a worse offense this year, no A.J. Brown. Your top two receivers right now in Tennessee are Robert Woods coming off an ACL tear. And you have Traylon Burks, who the, the rumor is he's going to open as the three. He was dealing with asthma and allergies, um, so he didn't get a lot of work in in OTAs. This is going to be a stacked box nightmare for Derrick Henry. Now, that can't mean he can't do it. But for a guy who's never reached 20 receptions, look, there are guys going after Derrick Henry who I like more. Um, as, as a matter of fact, I like all three of the top three running backs going after him right now on DraftKings more than Derrick Henry. DraftKings is full point PPR, by the way. Uh, Austin Eckler I like more. Najee Harris I like more. And now I'm going to highlight the player who I'm much higher on than his ADP. His ADP currently on DraftKings is 10.35, meaning you can essentially get him at the end of the first round. That's Dalvin Cook. Um, Look, I understand Dalvin Cook's had injury problems, okay? It's been a huge issue for him in his career. But 
Dalvin Cook has the overall RB1 within his range of outcomes. I think he fits like a glove in the new zone-based run system uh, that they're going to employ. Kevin O'Connell's going to employ in Minnesota. If I am taking a running back in round one, Dalvin Cook, if I'm picking ninth, 10th, 8th, 8th, 9th, 10th, man, and Dalvin Cook's there, I have a hard time passing on Dalvin Cook in the first round. Okay, awesome. Um, so down on Derrick Henry, ADP's too rich for you. Dalvin Cook, you kind of like. Yeah, and by the way, I just took Derrick Henry at 10th overall in a draft. So it's not like I'm against taking him, but if Eckler's there, Najee Harris, or Dalvin Cook's there, I'm taking that guy over Henry, especially in a full-point PPR like DraftKings. Got it. Okay. Um, anybody else in round one or you want to move to round two? Let's move on. Let's move on to round two. Um, otherwise, like, I think the first round is interesting. Um, Devontae Adams, I think, is fairly there. Stephon Diggs is a back end of the first round kind of guy. Um, but o- other than that, I think I think the prices in the first round are pretty fair right now. Second round? Okay, so here, here are the, the second round, the ADPs on DraftKings right now. Joe Mixon, CeeDee Lamb, DeAndre Swift, Aaron Jones, Debo Samuel, Alvin Kamara, Mark Andrews, Mike Evans, Saquon Barkley, Leonard Fournette, Tyreek Hill, and Josh Allen. Um, second round's a little rich for me for Saquon Barkley, but I have been on the record this year that I love Saquon Barkley in, in the third round. I think that offense is going to be a lot better, but there are some players going uh, after him that I would take before him in that in that scenario. Um, C.D. Lamb at 14, I think that's kind of where he's going to land. I wouldn't be shocked if by the end of um, and it makes sense, by the way. I wouldn't be shocked if by the end of the summer we're seeing CeeDee Lamb jump um, Stefan Diggs on a consistent basis. I wouldn't even be shocked if we see CeeDee Lamb based on hype, based on what's going on with Dallas and the fact that, you know, Michael Gallup might not be back and Amari Cooper's gone. I wouldn't be stunned if CeeDee Lamb is jumping uh, Devontae Adams at some point during the summer, um, just based on C.D. Lamb growing into his role and Devontae Adams being with a new team. But the running back I particularly want to highlight here uh, in the second round is Aaron Jones of the Green Bay Packers. Aaron, like Aaron Rodgers, I mean, you look at the targets who are available. You know, Devontae Adams is gone. Randall Cobb is, I, he's a mummy right now. I wouldn't be shocked if Aaron Jones catches 60 passes this year. I really wouldn't be. Um, he, We know he's a great touchdown scorer. I know that the presence of A.J. Dillon really kind of makes this more of a, a, of a difficult scenario to, to analyze Aaron Jones. But I think Aaron Jones has massive, massive, massive ceiling um, going at 16 overall in the second round. I really like Aaron Jones at his second round ADP price. That's a guy I'll be drafting quite a bit. Um, whether I'd go running back, running back to open my draft, or say I open with Jamar Chase at fifth overall. Man, if I can get Aaron Jones coming back down after I take somebody like Jamar Chase fifth overall, that's a really, really appealing scenario for me. Joe, you said massive three times. I did? Yeah, right. I mean, you said massive, massive, massive ceiling. I'm taking Aaron Jones high. You went, you went triple massive, dude. Not even just massive or double massive, triple oh, massive. Who's that really bad Radiohead ripoff band that has the song "The Massive Black Hole"? Super uh, Muse. Uh, yeah, sorry, I'm gonna piss Muse. off a lot of people with that, but I, that song's annoying. But yeah, super massive. Uh, 
Uh, I don't know if you know that song, Ross. <laughs> I mean, you have to do more of it than that for me. I don't know musician like groups or mm-hmm. the I don't know the names of groups or the names of songs that well. But if you like actually sing it or do some of it, I know you have a good voice. You can't even say you don't. Then I'll probably know it because I do listen to a lot of music. I just don't pay attention yeah. to who the the group is the, or what I, the name I, of the I song. I will say the guitar riff is really badass. They have the um, Muse has the other song that's really "We Will Be Victorious." Like you know that one's so. No, do annoying. the other one. Do the other one that you're talking about. Um, God, I can't. It's like. I, I I don't know I don't know the lyrics so I can't really sing it. It's like, uh, but you I, I think you probably do know the song. As a matter of fact, I'll send it to you right now. I'll text it to you right now so you can listen after we're done. Um, I'm gonna piss a lot of people off though because I know Muse has some like has some um really hardcore fans and I don't know I never did it for me but anyway. You know what does it for me? Clothing from the Express in particular right now. Look, this time of year, everybody's like, oh, man, I don't love my summer wardrobe. Well, find statement shirts in bright colors, prints that pop, and lightweight fabrics like I did. Or kick it old school with vintage-inspired polos made for modern living like I did. Find something for every destination at Express, online, or in-store. All right. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. We got a round one. We got a round two. Let's head over, Joe, to round three. All right, let's go. Uh, so here are the ADPs for round three. Sorry, Ross, I, I went off my uh, I went off my ADP tab because I was sending you uh, the Muse song. Okay, Nick Chubb. Um, that's interesting. Uh, DraftKings is full PPR, but he's uh, got carrying a third round ADP there. Keenan Allen, Javante Williams, AJ Brown, T Higgins. Michael Pittman, Mike Williams, James Conner, Travis Etienne, Kyle Pitts, Patrick Mahomes, Jalen Waddle. This is a really intriguing round because this is where you start to see the difference with somebody like um, uh, with a site like DraftKings vis-a-vis a site like Underdog. I think on Underdog doing drafts on Underdog, I think the a lot of people are wide receiver drunk on underdog. They love their wide receivers. Over here, I'm seeing a guy like Travis Etienne, who's never played a snap in the league and is coming off a Liz Frank injury. I'm seeing him go in the third round. I mean, that's a guy that I've been drafting in the fifth round on some other sites. So you start to see Travis Etienne there. That's, I wonder if that's There's a, a lot of hype written. this spring, Joe. There's a lot and of hype way, coming out this spring. I like ETN. I do. Um, but he's going ahead of David Montgomery. I'm not huge on Zeke Elliott this year, but he's going ahead of Zeke Elliott. Cam Akers, I know he wasn't great in the playoffs last year, but 
that was kind of an unprecedented situation. He's going ahead of a lot of those guys. He's also going ahead at the wide receiver position of Jalen Waddle, who set the rookie record for receptions last year. He's going ahead of Cortland Sutton, who's got Russell Wilson now playing quarterback. He's going ahead of Marquise Brown, who is now going to be Arizona's wide receiver one for the first six games of the season. Deontay Johnson he's going ahead of. Man, that's pretty rich for Travis Etienne for me, I've got to say. Um, but curiously, a couple of running backs who I think are being underdrafted are Nick Chubb. And I understand why people don't like drafting Nick Chubb. Um, the Kareem Hunt thing has really sapped his upside. But, but Ross, I, I'm just not going to be able to quit Javante Williams at a third round ADP. I can, I will not be able to do it. I understand Melvin Gordon is back, but I saw Javante Williams, and the guy was a badass last year. I think he's going to be a bigger badass this year with Russell Wilson under center and a better offense. Give me Javante Williams at a third round ADP all day, every day. I said I'm in on Saquon Barkley in the third round. But on DraftKings, Barkley's ADP is higher than Javante Williams. I'd take Javante 10 times out of 10 over Saquon Barkley. Very interesting. All right, Joe, I feel like we got to address this. And I don't know if we'll talk about the fourth round or not. Right before we started recording, Deshaun Watson settled 20 of the 24 lawsuits. There's still four outstanding. I guess I have to ask the question, Joe. Um, it always feels so weird to talk about stuff like this from a fantasy football perspective. Uh, yeah, frankly, Ross, I, I, I'll just say it because we have to. We do have to talk about it, okay? But it makes me feel gross. I'll just flat out say that. Well, is I mean, he's still not draftable, right? I mean, he's not going to – I don't think anybody thinks he's playing the first eight games. So it's kind of – for this show, it feels irrelevant from a – Deshaun Watson's standpoint, but what does it mean for Amari Cooper and others? Yeah, um, I actually still like Cooper. Like Cooper right now on DraftKings, his ADP is at the back end of the fifth round, early sixth. I think that's too low for Cooper. Um, you know, let's just say Watson gets eight games, okay? He's going to be back over the second half of the season. Now, I, I, I think a full season is certainly in the cards here. Um, I'm not drafting Watson at all. Like, forget about it. I, I like, I, the, what do you, th- like, people ask me, Joe, like, what do you think is going to happen with, well, I don't know. You know, like, I, I mean, I would not be shocked at all if the NFL levies a full season suspension and they negotiate it down to 10 games, whatever. I'm not in the business of, uh, of doing that. The NFL, by the way, did say, um, one of their PR representatives, this was, uh, via Adam Schefter. I saw this as well. Deshaun Watson negotiating the settlements will not affect the collectively bargained discipline program will not con- will not affect that process. So I still think he's getting hammered here uh, by the NFL, uh, probably justifiably so. Um, but uh, I think Amari Cooper at that ADP right now, way too low for me. He's a really good player, and you know I don't expect Baker Mayfield will be in Cleveland. I, don't, I think I think that ship has sailed. But Jacoby Brissett, say what you want. I mean, the guy's a backup quarterback. But he's won some games in the league. He's played all right. I think he'll really gravitate towards throwing the ball to Amari Cooper. And I think he can get Amari Cooper the ball. Late fifth round, early sixth round is way too late. Um, That's a really good value on Amari Cooper right now with Cleveland Browns. Here's my recommendation now, okay? This is very important. Make sure, if you aren't already, you subscribe to our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Ross Tucker NFL, so you can see Joe wearing his glorious fantasy points hat every week. And, oh, by the way, 
That's where you use the code 22FEAST at FantasyPoints.com. Follow Joe at FG underscore Dolan. I'm at Ross Tucker NFL on Twitter and Facebook and Instagram, even TikTok now at Ross Tucker NFL. We, of course, are at Ross Tucker Pod, so you can hear all of the shows. Even Money was awesome with Steve this week talking about, you know, the best way to prepare for betting this summer. Of course, a lot going on with Deshaun Watson, so you should listen to what Mark Maskey said yesterday on the Ross Tucker Football Podcast about the process moving forward. We will have the GOAT, civilian GOAT, Greg Cosell, on tomorrow's Ross Tucker Podcast football podcast other than that i already can't wait for next week joe i'm stuffed we're full nope i'm full we're stuffed no thanks for listening to the fantasy feast podcast make sure to also subscribe to the ross tucker football podcast even money business of sports and the college draft all available at apple podcasts ross or wherever podcasts can be found